Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to Wild Wasteland. As always, I'm Dean Maldonado, and with me is the oddly clairvoyant Michael Johnson. Yes, I see with my third eye something green. Do you see that? Green. Yeah, it's a... Green. Do you think of Kermit? Kermit the Frog? He the, the squeaky one. The squeaky one. Um, yes. Shit. Which one was that? The uh, uh, Mike Wazowski. Kermit the Frog here. Uh, nah, it was a it was a it was a fever dream about Piggy. About to say, it seems Piggy. like seems like you were impersonating Jim Henson burning in hell. Oh come on, dude! What he died He's a very good. preventable death. What foot cancer? You think of Bob Marley, aren't you? Oh yeah, that was toe cancer. Yeah, that was toe cancer. Never forget. Yeah, he wouldn't get surgery because he's a pastafarian, and the the big flying, flying uh, pasta in the sky would be very upset if you lop off a toe. Yeah, that's why they wear those dreadlocks and stuff. Yeah, to be closer to the pasta, the pastafarian, the pasta man. Yeah, he coming man. in with the meatball. Oh, and I wonder the if they say mon a lot because it's just like an easy English word, you know? Huh. Or maybe it's all just a stereotype and none of it's actually real. Maybe. Like we we go over to Rastafaria land, wherever the hell that is, and uh, they're speaking some other language that we don't even know. But we keep saying, yeah, mon. And they're like, what the fuck are these guys talking about? Yeah, right? Like our impersonation is just stone cold wrong. Yeah. The entire time. Um... Wow, I'm just reading some strange news over here. What um, strange news? Oh, are we talking about that that uh, UFO in New Jersey, your hometown? No, I was just going to tell you that Dr. Phil has been begging his TikTok followers to stop calling him daddy. Please stop, just stop calling me daddy. <laughs> That's weird, and you're probably upset in your real daddy. <laughs> yeah, he says uh, his quote was, uh, I hate to break it to you, but... I ain't your daddy, and your real daddy is probably getting his feelings hurt. That's a very Dr. Phil thing. Right? He's like, I'm bald, and I don't have the right degree. I know about it. Do you? I'm not actually a doctor. I've been I've been scamming you fucking idiots for goddamn 30, nearly 30 fucking years. <laughs> oh, my God. I uh, I call you clairvoyant because I, I set up a sneaky scheme to uh, oh, try and hop box scheme? in here, and then you... And you noticed? Oh yeah, I don't. Um, I don't take kindly to uh, to hot boxing in this very small fucking uh, Winnebago that we're in in the desert. Yeah, I mean, oh, here's a new one. A, uh, a California woman don't touch the mic. Ate her engagement ring in her sleep because she was dreaming that she ate her engagement ring. Oh, that's crazy. Have you ever had those dreams where you're like peeing in your dream and then you wake up and you're actually peeing your bed? No. That happened to me. Oh. I've had ones I've had a scary one where I where I was getting chased I think I told you about this. I was getting chased by a werewolf. And then you and, wake up and you're being chased by a werewolf? And 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 I trip and I fall and I'm scrambling backwards and I'm like, No, no and my like right arm is out and it like chomps down on my right arm and I wake up and my entire right arm is asleep because I had been sleeping on it. So I can't feel it. And I'm like, no! I told you about that one, right? Oh, no, you know, I, if you did, it it was boring anyway the second time hearing it too. Well, 
You ever have a dream where like you're peeing in your bed and then you wake up and someone's peeing on you in your bed? Actually, yes. Yeah, that that happened. Surprisingly, to me. so. Yeah. That happened to you? Yeah, friend, drunk friend, peeing on me. Wow, that's, <sighs> ouch. So uh, you know you know the Nobel prizes, right? Wait, so you had that same experience, but you don't want to talk about that? No, I'd rather not. You'd rather talk about the werewolf one? I'd rather I'd rather just talk about uh, the Nobel the Nobel prizes. What? Is <laughs> this is this sounds pretty lame. What what's uh, what's going on with the Nobel prizes? Um. Uh, they found out what what it, what an alligator sounded like on helium. <laughs> He, was it like a Jaws type thing? Did he like bite on a on the on the on a compressed air or something? No, no, they just like fed this fucking alligator helium. They were like, "Hey, what is it going to sound like?" You know, Alexander Nobel, the the guy that the Nobel Peace Prize is named after, yeah, got yeah. it because his his fight because he dis- he discovered dynamite, and he didn't want to. He he realized how many people that killed, so. This does, it's kind of like, he would like this. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. I would say so. Helium and an alligator. And then there's uh, there's these things called the Ignobels. You ever heard of these? Well, what's the sound like? Oh, it's it's like a really, it's like a squeaky toy. No. it burps it out. Oh. Like that. <laughs> like that, but like a, you know? But, uh. So, so, so you put helium in an alligator and it sounds like a little rubber helium alligator that you would. Give your dog. Yeah, isn't that isn't that convenient? What an inconvenient! What a convenient truth. <laughs> <laughs> Al Gore is just like kicking himself right now. He's like, "Fuck, damn it! I finally I put alligator helium." See, that was alligator. a better title for the movie. Mm. Maybe more people would have seen it. Here's a convenient truth: we're all dead. <laughs> Here's a convenient truth for you: we're gonna need to know how to swim. Oh, I, I, I've always wanted beach property. <laughs> That's How why convenient. I bought in Idaho. <laughs> oh, he knows more. Al. He knows more than he's letting on. He's part of the fucking problem. <laughs> uh, but so there's there's a uh, like there's a funny Nobel Prize called the Ick Nobels or yeah, the Ick Nobels. Said, yeah, what is that? Yeah, they're they're spoof prizes for. Uh, it's like ho- the it's like the raspberries of the Nobel Peace Prize. Yeah, basically. Uh, well, because the Nobel Prize is more than just the Peace Prize, you know. There's a bunch of different Nobel really? prizes. Yeah, you think you think Marie Curie won the Nobel Peace Prize for finding fucking uranium and radiation? I know Obama stuff? did because he got elected president. Yeah, I know. He also won a Grammy for narrating his own uh, book. audio book. Yeah, that had some of my favorite uh, when they played clips of it. I never listened to it because you know. I don't listen to anyone's audiobook unless it's narrated by either Samuel L. Jackson or Gilbert Gottfried. Yeah. Because Gilbert Gottfried narrating like anything is wonderful. Yeah, that's why we paid him 250 bucks on the other podcast on this network. Oh, yeah. That, that didn't work out too well, did it? Hey, it got us two whole listeners. Well, there you go. Hey, that's Gilbert marketing. Gottfried, if you're listening, which you're probably not, because why the fuck would you listen to podcasts? Uh, I love podcasts. Uh, Iago is your best role. <gasps> Continuing on, the Ignobel today's the third uh, Thursday is the thirtieth annual Ignobel ceremony, and uh, one of the one of the uh, the contenders was an anthropologist who tested an urban legend. That, Skunk ape? 
you can fashion a knife out of frozen human feces. There's also a man who found that Wait, wait, wait so what happened? What? What happened with the poop? Poop he, knife. He fashioned a knife. Wait, it was did, it was it was it was tough. It was Did cut. he do it? Yeah, he did it. Where did he hear this urban legend? Who where did you hear who who have you ever heard this urban legend? It's definitely in uh Igloo? Oh, is that what it's it's Oh, the sorry. Eskimos. L- looking into it, it was uh, actually the assistant professor uh Mateen Aaron. Oh. Um who had been told the story of an Inuit man in Canada who made a knife out of his own shit. And so when he was at Kent State University in Ohio and the uh, the co-director of the university's experimental archaeology lab, he used real human feces frozen to minus 50 degrees centi- Celsius and uh, filed to a sharp edge. They tried to cut meat with it. And he said in a, te- in a telephone interview, he goes, uh, the poop knives failed miserably. Oh. There's not a lot of basis empirically for this fantastic story. <laughs> well, at least no one accidentally found that in the in the freezer and was like, ooh, popsicles. Right? Mm. Mm. Fudgy wudgy. And then they wet, and then it. and then they pull it out and their and their mouth is all cut up because it was a poop knife and it tastes like shit. Oh my god. That would be crazy. What was the other one? The other one that I was going to tell you about was uh, <coughs> oh, excuse him, what? Wow! Uh, he found that spiders give scientists who study insects the heebie-jeebies. You know, a, a scientist that um, uh, that uh, that research spiders uh, eat forty-five spiders a year, like for fun. Yeah, for the fun. Yeah, they're like. They're like those people who like go out of their way to get the lollipop with the scorpion in it just for the scorpion. Absolutely. They're like, ugh, jalapeno honey. Mm. Ugh, gross. Once I tough it out through this, I get to crunch on that beautiful scorpion. Mm. Have you ever eaten bugs? Which type? Like live, cooked, uh, chocolate covered? Anything. I know that I saw that they have tarantulas in a can. I've never seen that. I've never had a tarantula. I would never want to eat a tarantula. They said it's crunchy. I believe it. What are you going to do? Deep fry it? It's a lot That's of hair. That's what they do. They deep fry it. Yeah, it's a lot of hair. And they put it in a can. I feel like that'd be gross. I feel like it's way too hairy. You know, I'm not. <sighs> listen, I'll, I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll eat a hairy uh, Dungeness crab, but that's because I crack it open and eat its meat. Right. Right. Well, it's kind of like a crab that walks on on land yeah but i wouldn't eat the shell you just crack it i mean listen i've I've had chocolate covered bugs i don't remember which type uh might have been Cru- might have been small like caterpillars grasshoppers no i've had i've had a uh, toffee covered grasshoppers those Ooh, are really good fancy uh, i had one of the scorpion lollipops obviously wow. I wanted it for the flavor of the lollipop. Right, right. Duh. Obviously. It was scorpion flavored. Yeah. What kind of <laughs> idiot wouldn't want it scorpion flavored? Right? More scorpion, please. Can <laughs> Excuse some more me. Scorpion? Keep them coming. <laughs> more venom. That's mm. all I'm looking for is that little ride. You can eat venom, right? Yeah. You just can't eat poison. Depends on the poison. Poisonous poison. Uh, You probably shouldn't. Oh, don't eat. Po- okay, so Wild Wasteland takes you a can, stance. Don't eat poison. Yeah, don't eat poison. And if but you, you can't eat venom. You can definitely eat venom. You just don't want it in your bloodstream. Do not. Whatever you do when you eat it, don't put it in your blood. Right. 
Okay. Right. Yeah. That's it. That's the stance. That's the stance. That is our that is our mobile and and fluid stance. Yes. That is our Tai Chi Wen Chung stance. Oh, you've been watching Cobra Kai too, I see. I have not. I you don't been watch Cobra out. Kai. I you really are care. A I was not a fan of you Karate Kid. Watch I didn't Cobra like Kai. any of the original you just movies. Need to do it. Just the log on to Netflix right now. Worse. Oh my God, no! Well, it's funny because Will Smith is an executive producer on Cobra Kai. I believe it. But his kid isn't anywhere near. Thank God. Thank either God. One. But at the same time, you know, it's like, let me think. This thing was successful on YouTube. Let me executive produce it for television. <laughs> That's hot. <laughs> right. Yeah. It's like I'm the genie. Kazam. Oh, God, he is the genie. He's the genie now. When you talk to kids going forward mm-hmm. and you say, oh, the genie from Aladdin, that guy was the best guy. And they're going to be like, Will Smith? And you'll be like, no, no, Robin William, you fucking idiot. Yeah. Then you have to dunk their head into water until they die. Or at least until they learn their lesson, which is when the bubble stopped coming yeah. up. You you definitely learn whatever lesson is down there. You learn it and after that. You pick them up, you smack them on the back, and you throw them on the ground. And you go get out of here, kid. What are you doing? Forget my face. <laughs> Hopefully, you'll forget only that and not more. You'll probably forget more. You'll probably forget the whole interaction. Like. By tomorrow, he's like, "Whoa, I have my amnesia. Fortnite friends abandoned me because I didn't play at three p.m. Sorry, guys, my mom grounded me because I didn't do my last five book reports. Damn it." Turns out they don't make cliff notes for books under 25 pages. That's true. They don't. Why would they? Yeah. Cliff Cl- notes are like 60 pages. Yeah, Cliff was like, dude, fucking read it, bro. Right? He's like, come on. My <laughs> book's bigger. Either way, should we get to what we're talking about today? I thought we were doing a puffery one and we were just talking about the Associated Press. Oh, no. I was just going to tell you about this guy. Uh, his name is uh, Ilya... Ivanov. So wait, we. So if anyone's listening, they just tuned in. It's been that long. Yeah. Uh, I I'm, hope they had a good time with it. I'm sorry, anyone who listened it for the for what we're talking about today. Uh, he is the father of AI. Oh, ass injections. Close, close. He not not artificial intelli- intelligence. It's actually artificial insemination. Oh, mm. right through the butthole. <laughs> Talking about that sexy topic today, so grab your turkey basters and yeah. get to snuffing. Um, yeah, grab your turkey baster, get some, get some, get some lube, and bend over because you're gonna get artificially inseminated. I don't think that's how he did it. I mean, he did it in like eighteen, uh, like nineteen hundred, nineteen ten, nineteen twenties. So they didn't have turkey basters yet. They just didn't want to use them. Right. So they, they did have like, gloves though. No. I'm sure he didn't use gloves. So this guy, Ilya Ivanovich Ivanov. Sounds like a a Trump daughter. Right? Yeah. Sounds like a cousin, like a distant cousin. Uh, We're just going to call him Ivanov for the rest of the episode because his whole name is just How about we just call him Ivy? Ivy? Yeah. Hey, little Ivy. Hey, little Ivy. (laughs) He murdered 25,000 people. No, thank God he didn't. He just really had a weird thing for chimps. Uh, uh. So he was born <laughs> August 1st, 1870 in a tiny little town of Russia, but he had <laughs> big dreams. One day I'll be out of here. Yeah, he's like five old, but reverse. Yeah. He's like with his family. He's like, 
Somewhere out there, I'll leave these strange fuckers. <laughs> Why don't you want to be with Russian family? I'm going to Paris, and you can't stop me. And they're like, fuck, we don't even want you. Get out of here. Yeah. Did he go to Paris? He did, eventually. Oh, good. Uh, he went to university first and graduated in 1896. Wow. What a hot year. year. I remember that. Yeah, he became a professor at the university he graduated, which is uh, Kharkov University, in 1907. Ah, interesting place. They invented the car there. Oh, the Kharkov University invented yeah. the car. Yeah, they invented the car. Car. Yeah, it was. It's actually just a. It's just like two wheels. Yeah. With one spoke in the middle, mm-hmm. and it's made for a circus performer. Yeah. Yeah. That's crazy. Like, it's it's a crazy invention. It's like a car. <laughs> it's like we gotta you gotta get, take steps A through B to get to C. You know. Like why why engine we engine I engine I <laughs> yeah. strong strong yeah, like strong bull. like Russian Russian strong like Russian bad. car. They just garble all their words <laughs> for no reason. Yeah. They're perfectly well-educated people. They just have such thick necks that their tongues can't move. Yeah, like the uh, the singer to uh, Slayer. His neck is wider than his head. Is that true? Yeah. Wait, Slayer? No. Was it Slayer? Fuck. What's the one? Slipknot. Slipknot. Slipknot? The one where they wear the masks. Slipknot. Slipknot. I was yeah. gonna say corn, but it's not corn. It's yeah, the not. lead singer's neck is wider than his fucking head. Is that <laughs> why he wears the mask? Uh, I don't think so. Is he embarrassed, <laughs> and he's like, "No one knows who I like, am now." God, I'm so embarrassed. <laughs> I need to start a metal band where we all wear fucking masks. Hey, man, it's a good move. Yeah, wear my hair long, put on a mask. I feel like that would add. That would make your face look smaller if you wear like a mask, like you're. Yeah, but he could constrict the neck more. <laughs> you just—it's like—it's like—it's like a corset for his neck. <laughs> he wears a corset. Tie like me t- up. Tie me up. Come on, tighter. Tighter. I can. I can still breathe. I need to scream. <laughs> That's how he does it. That's why no one can understand what he's saying. Exactly. Yeah. It's like the Phantom of the Opera, but with his neck. <laughs> <laughs> so we're in a shitty half mask. He wore a full <laughs> mask to choke himself out for half the concert. She can never see me for who I am. <laughs> Freaking neck. <laughs> what a sad affliction. <laughs> Just how do you hide that? Like a great large collection of scarves? <laughs> like what hey. is it? You're like, it's always chilly in my home. <laughs> Mike, why are you always wearing so many scarves? Because uh, it's fancy. Leave me alone. I must practice my riffs. <laughs> Runs into his dungeon. You should be <laughs> echoing of somebody gargling salt water. I could definitely see them having a dungeon. I think so. In California as well. Mm. He like built it into his neighbor's property. <laughs> <laughs> Honey, did you know we have a basement? We have a what? Yeah. I, I want to say something crazy like that happened with a, a different singer of a metal band. I think it was I think this one actually was Slayer. Like he was next door neighbors to a crazy person or he was the crazy person. Do you know anything about this? No. You know way more about metal bands than I do. Yeah, I read weird things on the internet. Uh, just whatever. <laughs> whatever. We'll talk about it in a Puffer episode. Uh, I'll look into it and we'll actually talk about it. It'll be fun. Uh, <laughs> well hell, researched. Dude, we'll do a full fucking episode on, on just like crazy metal people, okay? Okay, yeah. Just I'm for all, you. I just want to talk more about the fucking Slipknot neck. It's just going to be an entire episode about like Andrew <laughs> Carnegie and other people that worked with metal. Um, so Ivanov or Ivy... 
Good old, Ivy. good old Russian Ivy. I'm Ivy. Um, he actually at one point got called uh, the Red Frankenstein because he's Russian. Yeah, <laughs> uh, and he because of what he wanted to be doing, and we'll get to that in a little bit. I, I want but to make the dead live again. He worked as a researcher in this place called uh, Askina Nova, which is in the southern kind of Ukraine area, which is a natural reserve where that's like where a lot of like wild stallions still roam, uh, and it's where a lot of um, like wildlife researchers go to watch wildlife in the middle of fucking Europe, you know? Yeah, no, that makes sense because uh, that's where that would be. Exactly. So around like the start of the 20th century. Okay. 1900 for, Nin- for you. Oh, 19, oh the 20th, 19, okay. Yep. Uh, Ivy was internationally acclaimed for his pioneering work in artificial insemination. Wow. Mm-hmm. He was he loved it. He loved doing it for some odd reason. Uh, I can only imagine why. He perfected his methods and was very interested to see how it could be applied. Okay. So he got a big project where through like the Imperial Russian family where now the czars. Wait, were they, they still It was still it was around. still uh, the Bolsheviks at this uh, point. The Bolsheviks. Um You would know. Why? Because you are Russian. I'm technically Ukrainian. I mean, yeah, it was in the Russian Empire when my people left it, but like, whatever, yeah. who's asking? You have the face of a czar, is all I'm saying. Thank you. Yeah. Is that a compliment? It's meant to be, but it can be taken either way. I don't think, okay, I'll take it as a compliment. <laughs> I'll take it as like a, as like a you're strong like Rasputin. Um, Rasputin wasn't a czar. No, Rasputin no, but he was strong. fucked over the final family that were not strong. They were weak. Well, yeah, but they were sickly. I think he was poisoning them. Either way, the let's continue. Was. Right. Uh, yes. So Ivy, he gets a he gets a job working on uh, the Imperial Russian family's uh, racing horses. Ah. And uh, he actually, to prove that his technology was like far and above what normal circumstances could produce. Fuck the horse. Uh, no, he didn't fuck the horse. <laughs> But instead of so so, I guess for those of you who don't know how horse fucking works, uh, one stallion, right, and uh, twenty to thirty mares, mares are the women, the women, yeah, oh. get into like a pen, yeah, and then the stallion just gets to work, and he just goes from woman to woman, he can like bust up to like thirty oh, times, um, just like my bachelor party, yeah. <laughs> Which one? <laughs> the first one. Oh. We had so many horses fucking each other in that one. Then. 20 was, to 30. It was crazy. Yeah. It was me and the boys just watching them just silently si- sipping on beer. All stallions. It was the weirdest fucking show. Uh, so, it was just like a conga line. Yeah, exactly. And there was a, there was a, there was a steel drum <laughs> accompanying them. It's like, oh god let's move on um he actually artificially using only one stallion inseminated 500 mares jesus christ yeah that's like at least double at least yeah at least double wow how do you do it Uh, viagra he's, he's real good at what he does no he just uh no he would take the sample and he would he would take like single sperm and inseminate eggs. Oh, that's less interesting. I thought he was jerking the fucking horse off. 
Well, he had to at one point. Man, did he do it or did he get a... Get I'm like sure a, they have interns. It's <laughs> Russia. Uh, bring not, in the boy, the boy to jerk off the horse boy. Yeah, exactly. Give him the glove. One. Just one. One glove. Come on. What is what do you hourly? That is so you put it up to shoulder in <laughs> asshole and massage the prostate. Oh. Because you know he was in France at certain points. I had to go to the French accent. Yeah, no, it's I very to, confusing. I had to well, I had to round it out no, for I, those of you who didn't know. Uh, so, <laughs> his uh, project got like fucking international acclaim, obviously, because that's that's wild. How yeah. can you do that? That's insane. Yeah. And uh, at this point, he's like, well, if I can take one vat of sperm. Yeah. And inseminate 500 plus horses. Well, I can do it to a thousand horses. A million horses. Why stop at horses? Oh. Why stop there at all? I and thought so you were, oh, I thought he you were was saying like, he's going to do I think horses. I, can, I, can, I can hybridize with artificial insemination. He thinks that he goes, I, I think I can uh, take two very closely related species and artificially inseminate a combination hybrid of those species. Right. He's going to make a horse- Tiger hybrid, a horse gur. That's not that closely related, I though. You know, I mean, they both have like Taurus. Ooh, yeah. A lot of people would be very excited if that happened. They'd be like, "I'm finally complete. It's real." <laughs> it's a Taurus. Uh, so actually, he went out and started doing this, and he made what he called a Z-donk, which we now call a zonkey, which is a zebra and a donkey. Oh, really? They're they're related. Closely, yeah. Okay, I can see Same that. Same with like zebras and mules. And donkeys and humans. Donkeys and mules. Did he make Burtos. a donkey-human hybrid? No. But um, he did um, also monkey? work on something called a Zubron, which is a uh, an American bison and like a European cow, what? which Wait, had already existed. Why do you call it a Zubron? Huh? Wait, you said it was a Zubron? Yeah, Zubron. It's it, a Polish word. Oh, because I was going to be like, why... I thought it was going to be a zebra bison. I thought so too when a I read Zubron. it and I had to look into it. Because what's interesting about the Zubron is that it was actually initially created in 1847 in Poland by a man named Leopold Waliki. That was probably an accident though. He's I fucking Polish. I can't find anything <laughs> on this guy uh. besides this one sentence that in 1847 in Poland he made... The Zubron. He's probably just fucking around. Just like he was drunk one night. Just like I saw a zebra fuck a bison and I called it a Zubron, even though that it's not that. It's like an American bison and a and a whatever Polish woman. It's a Polish sausage. <laughs> yeah. We just give them the fat juices and they just went to town. Yeah. Why uh, is he, why is he? <laughs> I don't know why he's like that. <laughs> You know, I I would ask him, but he's probably dead. Eighteen forty, yeah, that guy. Yeah, watched a lot of fucking in person. <laughs> he was like, "I'm gonna watch this." He like walked around with a unlit candle, so when it was done, he could light the candle <laughs> dramatically and say, mm, and just walk away. <laughs> <laughs> he was a fucking creep. That's why we don't know anything about him. Oh, okay. Uh, there's only one sentence for the man, <laughs> and, you, and you found it. I got it. Uh, so Ivy Research actually, uh, he, he, he kept combining different things like rats and mice, guinea pigs and rats, rabbits and guinea pigs. This guinea guy pigs is going and, crazy. Uh, yeah, he, he just, the, the ones that were real 
close. He was just a real Kevorkian, you know? <laughs> he was just putting rats and fucking gerbils and everything. In a- yeah. And just getting something that just like screams and cries until it dies. I don't know what they did. Yeah. How long do these things live? Do you know? Probably days. Oh. Because <laughs> even, even the even the Zonkey and the Zedonk, when, when they first made, even to this day, I still don't think they can be, I still don't think they can uh, reproduce. Damn. But... In uh, in 1910, at a gathering of zoologists, he told people that he's like, I think it's possible. I think I can do it, man. What? I think I can create a human Donkey. hybrid with our closest relative, man. The our banana. Closest, the chimpanzee, man. Oh. It's, all, it's all in the thumbs, man. Oh, we're talking about human-chimpanzee hybrids? Yes, we are. The Stalin fucking... You mean the humanzee? Yeah, the humanzee project? The humanzee? Yes. Wow, this I, is the I man didn't... who was tasked by the Bolsheviks to go down to Africa. So I went to a land down on un- Oh, that's a different song. That is a different song. Uh, <laughs> so he, he was uh he was just kinda spitballing back then, but then in the twenties he got the chance to test his theory. So in nineteen twenty four, Ivanov proposed his experiment to the government in Russia, right? And they said I do. Exactly. And then they were married six months later. But even though even though the heads of the scientific community in Russia were like, that's <laughs> ridiculous. Why the hell would you ever fund this? We have mass starvation. There was just a giant revolution. What's going on? We and don't have this extra money. We got to b- start building the gulags in like 10 years. <laughs> what Stalin are you is doing? Like, he's like, you know what? Do it. Fucking do it. Do it. Do it. Do it. Stalin so, would say that. In Stalin f- could be the stupidest world leader that's ever existed like literally why would you say that this is just a dumb fucking thug guy he was like a he was like essentially a mobster in in uh in russia and then lenin was like never let this guy never let this guy uh get any anywhere with power and then everyone's like dude you put him in charge of electing the next officer and he's like fuck but yeah he died. yeah it didn't really work out too well did it could be the worst thing that's ever happened to like 50 million Russian Jews. I was about to say, I was like, one of. <laughs> I mean, come on. Are we are we all forgetting about Egypt? Are we all forgetting about the Crusades? Are we all forgetting about the Romans? Are we all forgetting about... Sorry, should I stop listing different times that my people were fucking slaughtered? Oh, that was Jewish. Because I, I, like, I was like waiting for you to talk about Mao. And like the 75 million Chinese that died, but none of them were Jewish. None of them were Jewish, yeah. No one cares. Well, they just, all the Torahs got just like Um, turned to stone. What were their half human, half Could you imagine how long a Torah would have to be if they translated from the ancient Hebrew that it is to like a Mandarin or Cantonese? That would probably double the length of the scroll. At least. Do they use scrolls? Yeah, they're handwritten on lambskin. They're all ancient as fuck, dude. And they read from right to left. I think the Chinese read from right to left, too. Or no, up to down. Yeah, it would be really tough. We'd have to change the scroll. Either way, back to this. So, um, February 1926, Ivy sets off for Africa. Right, to catch a man. To catch some chimpanzees. Chimpanzee? Oh, they got plenty of men in Russia. Russia always has the men. <laughs> Twelve time zones. That's half the world. Yeah. Uh, but he stopped in Paris 
for some for some uh, some, some flaunting. Yeah. Now he stopped at the Pastor Institute, which we'll we'll talk about the Pastor oh, Institute. Pasteurize. Uh, yeah, the chimpanzee. No, it's just it was one of the uh, the world renowned institutes of science of the day. And when he went there, he told he told their board about his study, and they're like, "That's awesome! Here's some more funding." Sick, bro. They're like, "We're gonna give you some chimpanzees when you get down to Guinea. We got them at the because that was part of um, French West Africa at that point." Yeah, how'd they have chimpanzees in Guinea though? Because they had a they had a chimpanzee like sanctuary to study chimpanzees down there. Oh, sick! They're like, "We're just gonna gift you a few. It's gonna be dope." Yeah. Um, we want in though. We want in. We want your results. Yeah. And so he gets to Guinea in March and finds out the chimps were way too young. And so he was like, fuck, got to come back in about a year. Got to make them older. Got to wait. Yeah. So he went back to Paris and he was working at the Institute on how to best capture and subdue the chimps. And uh, Ivanov worked with a real sicko while he was in Paris. Steve Irwin. This guy Sergei Varonov. <laughs> oh God! Wait, that sounds French or that sounds Russian. He is initially Russian, but There's he's Russians mostly French? French. What the fuck? This is so crazy. Yeah, he. he uh, I'll, I mean, if you want, I can do a short tangent on him. Sure, if you want. It seems like All you've right, already so, prepared for so it. So this guy, Sergei Abramovich Varnov. <laughs> we just call him Sari. Sari. Suri. No, I like Varonov. Varon, Varoni, Varon, my Varoni, my Verona, yeah, my Veronoff. Uh, he was a French surgeon who was originally from Russia, and he gained fame slash infamy during the twenties and thirties because uh, the rage at this time was getting surgery that was some kind of uh, rejuvenation therapy, is what they called it. Ooh, which uh, led some people like Doctor. Brown Secard. Okay. <laughs> Frenchman. I fucking hate it. Stupid. Uh he uh would actually his his rejuvenation therapy that he would do for people that he got put in the papers and like they were they loved it. He would uh inject people in like uh their veins with ground up dog and guinea pig testicles. Hey, you know, it something's gotta work. Something had to work. Like, is either that or rhino uh, um, noses or whatever? Rhino horn? Yeah, shaved rhino horn. Yeah. That you or... that shit. What was it? Fox blood, too? Yep. But you were supposed to drink that. Then, no, you rub it on yourself. Oh, gross. Yeah, it was topical. <laughs> Thanks. Now I'm all <laughs> so, fucking uh, sticky. So Veronoff, he, uh, he started with uh, glandular transplants. Where Smart. he actually would transplant thyroid glands from chimpanzees to humans who had thyroid deficiencies, where it worked, it would it would take pretty well, oh. and so he had this idea for a uh, kind of more sexual rejuvenation therapy. Yeah, you fuck the glandular, and he would transplant testicles of executed criminals into millionaires. Uh, what could go wrong? Well. Did the, wait. He would run wait. out of testicles. Are you going to tell me that the testicles took effect inside the billionaires and made them into criminals? No, but their children were criminals. Oh. Happens all the time. Sad That's story. a Twilight Zone episode. Write that down right now. Never. Uh, his supply would run out because he was so popular. 
And uh, he actually had to use uh, some monkey testicle tissue oh. instead. You know, like like they always say, like when you get in that kind of problem, that's a pretty good problem to have because business is booming. Well, and then he got found out that he was using monkey testicles. People got really pissed off at him, and they like kind of ran him out of town. <laughs> Wait, so they're okay with with criminal testicles? But as soon as as soon as you as soon start as you using cross monkeys, that species boundary, man, it's weird. That's like uh, a friend of mine uh, in high school, uh, not a friend, but I, uh, but like one of the people that were uh, like an acquaintance, fr- someone that I knew in high school. He uh, he got he he accepted a bet where he was going to drink a whole thing of of pee, right? He's he's like he drinks it all. And like one of the guys said, I uh, came in the pee, and he's like all like pissed that he drank cum, and I'm like, you just drank a cup of pee. Yeah, but pee's sterile. Yeah, so, cum can like carry a lot of shit. Yeah, but the the pee would have killed anything in there. You hope. One would hope. I don't know. But at that point, you're hoping. All I'm saying, you just drank pee and semen, and you're only expecting pee. Yeah. Of course, you'd be peeved. Uh, wow. So <laughs> he got he got ran out of town, but then don't worry, he he found his he found his uh, his spot. He just he had this whole business where he would like go around and, like was like transplant testicles from younger animals to older animals and vice versa. This guy's all about the testicles. I know, but enough about uh, Testy McGee over here, okay? Uh, if, if you if you people out there are that curious about him, you can uh, check out his book from 1925. It's called. Uh, Rejuvenation by grafting. Oh, I thought it was going to be called like red balls, blue balls, one ball, one nut, two nut. He's not. He's not Theodore Geisel. Not fucking Doctor Seuss. Which, if you didn't know, his name is Theodore Geisel. Moving on. Way over my pay grade. After that wonderful summer in Paris, uh, where With our guys Ivy and uh, Testy McGee made the headlines. Because they transplanted oh God. a woman's ovary into a chimp whose name was Nora. And then they inseminated her with human sperm. That they put on a monkey's nuts? I don't know. None of it took. Oh, thank God. I know, right? But in November, Jesus Christ. Ivy went back to Guinea because his chimps were old enough. Yeah. And uh, he captured his chimps with considerable difficulty. He inseminated three female chimps with man human sperm, oh, wow. hoping to make a, a hybrid with man juice. All three were failed pregnancies, uh, sadly. How failed? Like Very. instantly? Oh, not like instantly, but like nothing came out. Damn, nothing took. What if something did though? Terrifying. Uh, so Ivy thought again. He goes, oh, "Shit, you know what? I can't." impregnate these chimps with human sperm but what if i take it flip it reverse it precisely yeah yep what if i can disseminate human women with chimp sperm oh man maybe Maybe that'll take and so knowing that no local woman (laughs) would ever agree to this Wait, do they do they do it with a turkey baster or do they do it uh, the old-fashioned way? I think it's with a turkey baster at this oh, point. Thank, hopefully, I would Jesus hope so. <laughs> well, I'd really hope so. It's because monkey wieners pretty small. You think that they're packing something big, but you can't. Evolutionarily speaking, mm-hmm. the bigger dick that you have, bigger dick and the balls, s- slower you run. No, the more likely uh, your competitor is going to rip it off and eat it in front of you. 
It's a threatening move. Yeah, that's a that's a that's an alpha move, bro. Ripping some someone's dick and balls off. Some would call it a finishing move. Yeah. Others would say it's a beginning. <laughs> Joe Rogan. Yeah, I think so. Is this the Joe Rogan experience with with Dean Maldonado? No. Come on, we're episode like eighty two. He's like two thousand five hundred ninety six or some right. bullshit. We only got twenty years to catch up to him. I have so much more hair. Uh, <laughs> well, <laughs> for now. <laughs> So, knowing that no woman was ever going to agree to this, he he uh, he went to the French government and was like, hey, I want to do a medical examination. They're like, no, 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 no. Get out of here. Get, Get out, out of, of the country. And so they kicked him out of the country. Oh, they kicked him out of the country. Yeah. Back yeah. to Russia you go. Exactly. Mm. That's where he headed. He packed up all his stuff. He packed up his chimpanzees, you know, himself, all 20 chimpanzees. Just put them in the luggage. Yeah, they were carrying the luggage. And they headed back for Russia. Now, in reality, only four chimps made the journey all the way to Russia. Because it's so cold. Yeah. You're going, from fuck, you're going over mountains? Where, 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 what is a chimp to do? Did they fly over there? Or did they take a boat into Russia? I don't know, man. Damn. No one cared to say. <laughs> uh, he was pretty well hated at this point. Uh, he, <laughs> so he gets back to Russia, puts his four chimps in the uh, Abakaziah's sanctuary. Right. And then he goes out trying to find some uh, some Russian ladies some to horny volunteer. Bitches. <laughs> at the same time, the sanctuary like staff is like, oh shit, we need more chimps. Yeah. So they go about finding more chimps. Now they okay. get at least five women to volunteer for this. Jesus Christ! Um, but by the time that Ivy was ready to proceed, he only had one adult male remaining, and it was Duh. a twenty-six-year-old orangutan named Tarzan. Ah, hey! You, you Sadly, like that new movie that came out? <laughs> Tarzan died. Damn! Before he could inseminate any of these f- lovely volunteers, like Icarus, he flew too close to the sun. Came too early, left too soon. How old do chimps live? 26 seems kind of old. It's an orangutan. Oh, an orangutan. Like fucking skunk ape? Skunk ape. Listen to episode two for more about skunk ape. They live 35 to 45 years. Oh, shit. Yeah. Um, And his died after at 26. Probably because he was- so You know he's a great owner. Yeah, blue balls, um, really, probably. Like, bro, I'm going to get you laid, dude. Sick. Thanks, bro. And so Ivy was like, no worries. This is really sad. I miss my friend Tarzan, but we will continue. And then Russia experienced this, like, purge of scientists. Yeah, I think I heard about that. Yeah, they, like, kicked out, like, every single fucking scientist in the country. Right, kicked out is a nice way of saying that they murdered them. Murdered. He escaped and was exiled to Kazakhstan, where he was then imprisoned. Because mm, they were under the cur- behind the curtain. Mm-hmm. And oh. then he, when he released, he died about a year after that. But, yeah. Never got to see a monkey fuck a woman. Never. He well, even... thank God we have the internet now. Dean, pull up that clip. What clip? The clip of the woman getting fucked by the monkey. I'm not going to pull up a clip like that. Come on. Why would I ever do that? We For science. For, si- for science, maybe. <laughs> so that's kind of a sad ending to that what? whole story. What? He got kicked out of his own... Co- Dude, he sucks. He was trying- <laughs> his motherfucker was trying... He was just like combining lab rats and mice for fun. At the beginning of the story, you said he was like the uh, the... Father of AI? Yeah. 
Well, just because you're good at something and started it doesn't mean that you're a good person. Do you know how many fathers there are that are not good people in the world? Yeah, but they never wanted their son to fuck a monkey. Says you. I guess you're you, right. What are you, a father? How uh, would you know? It's not your day. Not that I'm aware of. Oh, thank God. By the <laughs> way, cash reward if anyone uh, <laughs> has been inseminated by Michael Johnson of uh 4242 uh, Everview Lane. Um, please contact Wild Wasteland because we will send you a big fat check. Yeah. It won't have any money associated, no, but, but it will be, be a fat fucking check. It'll be like the size of your fucking head. We've been feeding it butter for nine years now. Mm-hmm. It's been absorbing it as well as possible. I had to keep beating off the flies, which then their jism helps, but then they just never leave because they're like, full service, man, Rob and Tug and some eating. <laughs> and it's just, oh, it's a disaster. It is. It is. It's a it's a big mess, really. Some would say it's a a a, a, a like like from McDonald's. Ba-da-bop-bop-bop. I'm loving it. I hated it. <laughs> All right. Well. Thank you for tuning in to Wow Wasteland. As always, I am Dean Maldonado. I am speaking to you as if I was someone that you would call... Oh, by the way, uh, <laughs> there's a lot of like fucking spam calls coming out of my fucking voice. Like, dude, stop calling my grandparents. All right, whatever. I Someone's love you Someone's spamming your, your voice? Whatever. I don't know. We'll figure it out. <laughs> okay. Government conspiracies. Goodbye. Have a wonderful week. I love you. Stay tuned. And this is Michael Johnson coming to you from the future. What? 1920s future. I'm standing here on top of a wing of a plane telling you to subscribe on iTunes and follow us on Spotify. Wouldn't you be calling in from the past? I'm calling from the future in the 1920s. Oh, I get it. We uh, we eventually, for those of you who don't get it, because it's, it's, it's a little vague right now, um... For those of you who don't understand what we're what we're getting on about is that actually eventually we will abandon the Gregorian calendar and we'll start from new from from once once from a new calendar. Uh, I think it's going to be around twenty sixty five ish. Once Nibiru returns and shows itself as the uh, the overlords that we've missed yeah. and uh, always wanted, we will uh, we'll get back to you on that with our new calendar and updates as to when your birthday is now. Thanks for listening. Bye, you fuckers. <laughs>